Hey there, goblins and ghouls. Welcome back to Grey, the podcast about the light, the dark, the hilariously obscene, and everything that happens to be in between. My name's Dylan, and that's Emily. Ooh. Spooky round two! <laughs> Do you like that? Yeah. Spooky round two. You're welcome. America and other lands. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing over there? Oh, good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, goody, good, 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 good. <laughs> I don't know. Don't mind me. I'm just cleaning rhesus out of my teeth. Gross. What? Sorry that I had to have one right before we started. Literally as you pressed play. No, right before. <laughs> it was close, though. Close call. Close encounters of the chocolate kind. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Come on. Come on. Yeah, babe. Oh. Great. Thank you. An avocado. An avocado. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. So what's new? Nothing. Nothing at all. We've been watching a lot of TV. Well, that's that goes without saying. Spooky TV. A lot of spooky TV. I think in the time since we recorded last, you've watched every single Halloween Town movie. Yeah, I'd never seen it then before. Any of them? Well, actually, I think I watched Return to Halloween Town a long time ago. Oh, well, yeah. And that came out in 2006. So, yes, it was a long time ago. You would have been in the fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah, I think I definitely saw that one. And I probably, I saw like clips of the other ones before, but I've never seen. Like sat down and watched the them. the first one. Yeah. I hadn't seen. Oh, that's what I was going to, I was going to research why the, what's the main girl's name? Marnie. Marnie. Why Marnie was a different actress. It's because she was filming a different movie at the time, I oh. guess. Or that's what it's rumored to be. Gotcha. I don't know. Well, seeing as I didn't know that or haven't heard of that movie, it must not have been worth her time after the fact. Well, what can you do? What can you do? Also, I watched all of Emily in Paris. Did you finish that? Yeah. When? There were only like eight episodes. Did you do that while I was at work or something? Yeah. Oh. Um, and I liked it. There are a lot of people who saying it's horrible, <laughs> but I think people have to understand the genre of the show. Which is? It's the, from the producers of Sex and the City and mm. Younger. So you're going to have like a very, it's very girly. It's going to, you know, it's not right. going to be groundbreaking acting. You have to think lo- more along the lines of like a Pretty Little Liars episode. Right. That's fair. You know? I liked it. For what it is, I liked it. I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah, I'll never understand why I'll people... I'll watch the next season. I'll never understand why people can just bash something so hard when... I mean, if it's actually something that's truly just horrible, yeah, I get it. But for the mo- there's not really a lot of that out there anymore. I think you can take something away from almost anything that's released. Yeah. And there's just no point other than being a jackass to say, <laughs> your opinion sucks about that. That's that is so bad. I know. No, it's, it's no, not, though. I just, I like to be entertained. I'm not going right. to sit and, like, be a... A, a, criti- a, a critic about it and no, sit there and critique it. No, that's not fun. No, it's not at all. Um, also, Ashley Park sings a couple songs in the throughout the show. Did she play Emily? No, Ashley Park um, is the best friend. And oh, she from was, Waitress. Nope. No, mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> mean uh, Girls on Broadway. Mean Girls. And she sounds great. Yep. 
And I'm pretty sure she's saying it live because I saw like someone recording the filming of it. And I think she sang those live for the, what am I trying to say? For the episodes? Yeah. Hmm. You don't think they went, like she sang it live for recording, but then went into the studio? I don't think she afterwards? went into a studio. Huh. That's impressive on multiple fronts. I know. Especially if it sounded good. Yeah. She sounded real good. I just mean audio wise. Yeah. It was good. And they also film in Paris. Which is cool. And like, so you're seeing actual Paris. Real live. Which I feel like a lot of ep- shows don't do anymore. And I thought that was, I loved that. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, it's too expensive to film on location most of the time, you know? Yeah. But for a show like this, and with the producers that it has, you know, it's probably worth it. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I, it's very like, a, it's a girly, like romantic comedy. I don't know. I just, you can't expect it to be like stranger things every time netflix <laughs> put something out you know yeah they have different genres of shows well and i feel like people have so much more time on their hands right now so like all of a sudden they're a critique for all things film and tv because that's all they do they just sit and they, <laughs> no but for real they just sit and take in content and they're like oh this is actually in their mind they're thinking well i do this for a living now so i have an opinion about this that is deep and artistic and blah, 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 blah. but it's not it's just mean it's just mean it's just mean and again sometimes it's worth saying that it sucks because sometimes there's things that are just bad 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 but i think there's still a lot to be taken from most things that are released yeah today so i agree the lesson of that is like what you like and don't tell other don't let other people tell you what to like yeah that's very nicely put was that was that a deep thought yeah yes Okay, on that note. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> so, so I worked I work for um Shipped right now because um acting is shut down forever. <laughs> and so I basically shop for people's groceries and or whatever they need at Target. And so I was doing someone's shopping order and this I'm not kidding. This is literally their order. <laughs> Two packs of extra of the large size of women's diapers like grown-up diapers two packs of men's grown-up diapers um one large acetaminophen bottle like the one that's got like 150 capsules four antifungal foot sprays (laughs) four large cans okay it gets crazier six vagicil like big tubes large tubes maximum strength (laughs) and then this is she got really cranky at me because they were out of the certain type they wanted two large bottles of what's it called i don't remember the pills that make you poop oh laxative (laughs) (laughs) that she wanted two large bottles of this certain type of laxative and they were out so okay so we've got laxative pills we've got diapers we've got foot cream we got vagicil what is happening to these people i thought i not kidding i thought i was delivering to a nursing home you weren't (laughs) and i delivered to a very normal town home i wish you had like waited for this person to answer just so you could see i'm like do they have people chained up in their basement Maybe. Should have called the cops afterwards and say, hey, I just delivered some sketchy items to a house. Might be worth checking out. Or, so I thought either they've got people chained up in their basement, 
Solid theory. these people are just like end of the world, like hoarders. But, I, but weird yeah, things, weird things. I feel like there would be more toilet paper involved or <laughs> maybe, hand sanitizer. Maybe they stocked up their basement already with that. Maybe they were one of the people at the beginning that just bought all the toilet paper. Yes. And also she, everyone is always so nice to me when I do these. And if like, there's something that's not there, most of the time they're very like, great. Um, do you, is there a different brand or not? Like I can talk to them. She was so pissed that they didn't have her, her laxative, her laxative medication. <laughs> I was like, Oh, and then she's like, it's a very, it's a very common brand. I'm very shocked that Tar doesn't have it. And I was like, well, they, they do just sold out. It's just sold out, which alone, which that in itself is impressive. Why are so many people, why are people buying so much laxative? Because people aren't eating well right now. That's true. They need a little help with the movement. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're not getting up and run, like moving enough. Probably. They can't and get it moving. And that's why, <laughs> that's why they need the diapers. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't or... Know, I still don't know about the Vagisil. Maybe the Vagisil is for the ladies wearing the diapers. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> hey, just... you brought us down this rabbit hole. I'm just helping explore it. I was just... I was looking at all the items in my cart, and I was like... <laughs> There's a lot of issues here. <laughs> You're thinking, thank God people... Oh, you don't, you don't wear a shipped shirt when you work, though. I know. That was also one thing. <laughs> I was like, I just really hope I don't run into anybody. Because <laughs> someone's going to think I have a real issue. Maybe you need to get a shirt. I have one. Why I don't just, you wear it? Because I only have one, and also it's a t-shirt. So, put a sweatshirt on. Anyway, whatever. You don't normally wear it, so seeing anybody you know, or pretty much or really anyone that gets a good look in your cart is going to think... What's wrong with that lady? Uh, apparently a lot. I was, I was shocked. As Susan would say. Shocked. I was just shocked. I love your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was just shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Sue, I know you're listening to this. I do. I find you very charming and I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that was, and on top of it, this lady was rude to me. So I was like. Right. Don't, don't order weird things from me and be rude about it. Like I'm, I'm picking up your essentials quote-unquote apparently yeah and i've like i've delivered like worse things than that but like i've picked up like people's like lube or whatever else <laughs> they need i'm not kidding i don't know i'm sure but just like and it, picking up like one or two of those items like i wouldn't have like even thought about it but all of those things all those things together in the sheer together. quantity of thing of them that she wanted yeah that leaves that uh, begs some questions I was like, okay. For sure. I was just happy to be done with that order. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. Besides yeah. that, that was the spookiest thing that happened to me so far. <laughs> Do we want to talk about our trip? Oh, I forgot. How could you forget? So we went to Duluth. Yeah. What? Nothing. I thought you were going to, I thought you had forgot where we went. Oh, no. I just, you're... you paused and I was like, I didn't forget. Well, okay, good. I lived there for four An years. Eternity. Felt like 40. But yes, we went to Duluth this weekend with my sister, her husband, and some friends of ours and had a really excellent time. Yeah. We did a lot of hiking. A lot of hiking. Penny. We took Penny up there. That was our first trip with Penny. First big long trip. Yep. She loved it. She loved Gooseberry Falls. She ran around. She dug some holes. She dug some holes by the beach. Thought maybe she was trying to dig up a dead animal or something because she kept going to the same spot. She was spot. barking at it. She was barking at the hole. I think she's just excited. I think so too. And I think, well, and she had, I put out water for her and she like downed that 
as soon as I put it down. So she might. Have she been. was digging for water. Maybe, <laughs> even though there was a river right there. She's she's a duke. It's fine. We uh, also went to the Jay Cook. Yeah, I had area. never been there before. Never been. That was that fun. Was super fun. The bridge was a little sketchy. Not gonna lie. I mean, I felt secure and safe, but I didn't like that it wobbled, okay, especially when Joe was bouncing it was on it. Okay, the only reason it was sketchy is because Joe was shaking it. Well, not only him, but then when we were coming back across that gal that was like galloping across it, I, I wanted to say, "Stop! I'm holding this dude, and she's terrified already." Stop! Stop <laughs> <laughs> it! Cut it out! Knock it off! And then we went to Vabene. Your favorite? One of your favorite restaurants ever. Such a good Italian restaurant. So good if you're ever in Duluth. In Duluth. Duluth. Make a reservation and go. It was My... so clean. It was so safe. And the food is so good. It's so good. And we were like... So it's a really, really tiny restaurant. Yeah. Teeny tiny. And they had like heaters outside. And then I think they probably had heaters out on their deck on the too. On their deck. Yes, we were they did. inside. Yep. But we were like the only ones inside. We were... There were two other tables... Um, and one of them was a two seater and the other one was like a, was another six seater, but it was, it was, but I mean, they weren't even like sat. What do you mean? What? There weren't people sitting in them. Yeah, they were. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's, I mean, we were talking to our friends, you know, we were hanging out. So, I mean, it doesn't, it makes, you know, whatever. Well, it was very safe and very good. And I very get good. the Noche Ipera pasta every time I go there. Oh my God. It's so good. I know you were worried that it wasn't going to be on the menu. It's not on the online menu. Oh. And so I was sad. But then I saw it when we got there. I was like. <gasps> Must have. Must have. Yeah. Maybe two. Honestly surprised you didn't walk out with to-go food. I should have. You should have. I should have gotten a to-go order. Oh, well. Yeah, but we weren't going back to the hotel right away. So, I mean. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Next time. And I walked past my old apartment in Duluth. We yelled at the window to try and get someone to look outside, and someone in the apartment above them looked outside, and that not who we wanted to talk to. So it still felt like Duluth at that point. Yeah, I was like, okay, we have to go we now. We need to leave. This wasn't a safe place to live. What else? I think that's it. Yeah, it's kind of it. We just had long, long days, but it was worth it. Yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. It was nice to be outside, and yeah. Penny, we tired Penny out with all our hiking all the hiking she had a good nap on the way home <gasps> no the betty's pies so on our oh, way back from yep. gooseberry yep so yep last there's, thing we did was go to gooseberry there's this place called home. betty's pies that's in between duluth and gooseberry falls and it's got they're famous for their pies and they yep. have so many different flavors yep and i was like we should stop and get a to-go order of pie yep for the ride back yep and we got there so we parked the car. We look. We're looking online to try and order online. And Dylan saw that they have pie shakes. You guys, <laughs> it's kind of genius. It was actually real good. It was so stinking good. It's basically they took a. I had. I got a French silk one. So they took a slice of French silk pie, threw it in a blender with some vanilla ice cream, and then put it in a cup, topped it with more whipped cream. It was so good. So, and you get to taste like the pie crust. In there. Yeah. Which I never thought I needed in my life, and I need more of it, ironically enough. It was really good. And also, since you were driving, was that perfect. was the perfect way for you to eat a pie. It was perfect. <laughs> if I could eat all of my pies that way when I'm driving. Because <laughs> you get so many. Because I eat so many pies on the road. <laughs> so many car pies. So many car pies. <laughs> all of them. Um, that's how I would do it. I would eat only pies that way forever. 
It was real good. And then I got banana cream and Penny got a little banana cream too because she wouldn't get her nose out of my <laughs> pie. But Emily did regret not getting it in the shake form after she tried mine. You know what? It was really good. It was so stinking good. And I don't normally do a shake. Unless it's from a specific place. Yeah, that's true. Then you're all about the raspberry shake. But normally, no, you do not. Ah, so good. It was so good. Yeah, if you're ever going up to Duluth, get yourself a, a pie shake. From Betty's Pies. It was, it's Betty's Pies is like 35 minutes outside of Duluth. Like past Duluth. 35-ish minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's really not that far. So, Or if you're in Duluth, new college student, and you're like looking for something to do, go to Betty's Pies. And then go up to Gooseberry. And then go to Gooseberry. Why not? Because you should go to Gooseberry and get outside and live in nature. I never did that in college, and I regret it. I did it a couple times with my buds, um, but I didn't do it nearly enough. Just had too much anxiety to function. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True that. Well, what else? Anything else? I think we pretty much covered it. I think that's it. I got to, oh, no. I got to see some friends. I will talk about that in my peaks and pit okay. later. But I got to see some friends that I haven't seen in a long time, too. Well, shall we? Yes. Spooky story time with Emily. Yeah. Da, da, da. Oh, come on. That wasn't spooky. Ooh. Better. <laughs> Nailed it. Hit me. Penny's going to start howling. Oh, please. She's never howled. She's not gonna she's not about to start. Okay, so my story this week is on the haunted four paws restaurant. Which is literally seven minutes from our apartment. Yep. Terrifying, truly. <laughs> so Four Paws restaurant was a popular restaurant that opened in two thousand seven. That was it? I thought it was much older than that. The well, restaurant. the current owners owned it in two thousand seven. Oh, they, I see, I see. They started in two thousand seven. Right. Um but from what I can tell, so I tried to get on their website and their website doesn't exist anymore. Right. And what I can tell from it is it's an extremely upscale restaurant. I looked at some of the menus and they have multiple courses and then they have something called an intermezzo course, which is basically, I'm not pronouncing that right at all. Someone tell me how to pronounce it. Um, but basically it's a course in between your courses. Like an intermittent, like an intermission course. Yeah, to cleanse your palate. Hmm. It's probably like a salad or something. No, they have a salad course. Oh, my law. So this is what it says in the menu. See server for daily selection on intermezzo is a palate cleaner to enjoy between lighter and heavier courses. I never understand how people can eat like uh, courses. Well, I'll show you these are so small oh see that makes sense i saw on the website that their most expensive item is a 60 dollars steak but that's you also have to pay for the other courses so that's just a course but you're paying you have to pay 60 dollars just for that one course yeah, and then spend money that's just that one course but the appetizer course is going to be like 10 dollars. the salad course is like 14 ish dollars then your intermittent course i think was two dollars and i don't know if you do the intermezzo course in between each one yeah i guess i don't know either I don't know how you would do that. It would make sense to do it between each course. Yeah. So then you're paying $2 each time, plus you have the $60 steak, plus you probably have drinks. Oh, yeah. I mean, minimum tab is... you probably do dessert. I'm guessing you don't walk out of this place without spending... Spending less than $150 minimum. Yeah. 
and like probably a hundred dollars per person oh yeah easily i think it's wild because that those courses are single serving yeah i'm gonna show yeah you can't share yeah this mm-hmm. that course is a single serving thing i so i found some pictures online of their food it actually looks real good so that's a picture of the soup okay pause the way you had so your background is a picture is a picture of us yeah um and the way you had it framed my face was looking at that smiling like the food soup like uh, yum (laughs) that's what it looked like anyway so that's the soup so this is their one of their shrimp appetizers one piece of shrimp yes this is fifteen (laughs) dollars i thought oh you get a plate of shrimp no you get one i think it might be two oh sorry two shrimp two shrimp it's more than i eat anyway so dylan says i take i take the crumb i'll have the look the, the stuff on the outside i think this is a like a um a main course and this is like a main course for steak a main course for chicken oh okay or maybe that's fish but they're so tiny do you yeah. see how tiny that's they are so small and so you have to order all the courses yeah in order to be full yep and then here's a dessert it looks real fancy super fancy yeah that looks like a place that um i can't afford (laughs) (sighs) but they also have a downstairs menu so the mansion is three stories tall yeah and so i think their downstairs menu is kind of their bar stuff and so i saw that on there you could order poutine as an appetizer which if you guys don't know what that is it's basically fries. It's diabetes in a bowl. <laughs> it's basically fries with gravy and like cheese curds on it. Yep. What you can, else? But you can interchange the fries with tater tots oh, and or an you egg? can add tater tots to it. I, I think they, I, an egg on its own or I feel like the eggs just mixed in already. I don't know. I feel like there's always an egg on it. Well, here's the deal. I think a poutine is kind of like a hot dish. You can kind of mix and match. Yeah. Like do your own thing with it. Yeah. But basically is what she said. Yes. And it also kind of looks like you could maybe get like a sandwich and fries ah. but like fancy right and more expensive yeah than, <laughs> than getting a sandwich and fries from you know yeah anywhere else so i found some reviews of the restaurant first i'm going to read you a five-star review and then i'm going to read you a one star <laughs> excellent <laughs> okay. can't wait so this is the five star okay I had my birthday dinner here. This ven- the venue is a beautiful Victorian home turned restaurant located right by the River Center. The food presentation is phenomenal. The customer service is welcoming. However, it is quite spendy for the amount of food received, which makes sense because I mean, it's that type of restaurant. Yeah, it's like just it's one of those. In- You're paying for the atmosphere, the ambiance. Well, also, I think the food itself, when you get to that like level, is actually expensive food. Yeah, it's a higher quality. The way they're food, like presenting it, yeah, is expensive. But normally, you don't leave like full. Right, (laughs) right. It's like a good spot to go, and then afterwards, if your wallet isn't screaming, you can go grab half a happy hour apps at somewhere else, (laughs) like at any of the six hundred bars that are up the street from that. Yeah. Okay, so this is the one-star review. <laughs> Absolutely horrible service. Uh, the snobby English manager called me after I made my reservation and asked me if I was sure I could afford the price of the meal. Maybe she's a Protestant, too, and has a grudge because I'm Irish Catholic. 
Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Yeah, Karen. that's definitely what it was, Karen. <laughs> that's to- uh, that, I, I do understand some of the feeling about them asking if they can afford it. Well, I'm almost wondering if that had happened or not. Right. That's true. But yeah, also, that's real rude. <laughs> if they did call and ask that. Yeah. It's okay. So back to this. Um, then when she went to hang up the phone, it didn't hang up all the way. So I could hear her scolding her staff and about telling her that they already asked me about this and just overall being an overbearing lush. That's not even a real sentence. What? Yeah, I'm super confused. Hold on. Read that again. So she hung up the phone, but she wait, hold on. The, the gal writing the review, the person on the other end hung up the phone. Yes. And so she could hear what was going on in the restaurant still. I guess. Um, and she said that she could hear her scolding her staff about telling me that they had already asked, saying that the staff had already asked her if she could afford the restaurant. I don't know. This review is not well written no, at, at all. all. Zero. Okay. Z- I give the review a one star. <laughs> um, then when we went to the venue for dinner, the same manager greeted us super snobby and dismissive. <laughs> and said that they didn't have my reservation or system (gasps) came to find out that she had entered my name incorrectly in their reservation system then she told us we would have to wait in the seating area or bar dismissively until our table was ready if you enjoy pretentious snobs you'll fit right in here (laughs) i mean it does sound like this probably wasn't a place for this woman to be at anyway i think if this really did if this happened to me i'd be pissed Yes, that is true. But I also wouldn't be like, well, she thinks I'm a Catholic, so that's why she's mean to me. Yeah, I, some of her reasoning there. I, I mean, whatever. It's People are going to bitch about the tiniest thing. There's a good chance, like you said, most of this didn't happen. Yeah. Let alone happen the way that she describes that it happened. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, so now I'm going to read you. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the history of this restaurant. So the Four Paws restaurant is located in St. Paul, Minnesota, right by Irving Park. Yes, it is. Where we got married. Yeah. Um, it was originally built by Joseph Fourpaw. Jo- Joseph Fourpaw was a successful dry goods wholesaler, and he built the mansion for his wife and two daughters. After he built this massive home, he filled it with the highest quality furnishing, furnishings and appliances at the time. For the time, yeah. Like, everything was top of the line. State of the art. Yeah. And then after that, he was like, well, I still got a shit ton of money. So I'm going to... Problems. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I missed it. What year did uh, the house go up? This is in the 1800s. Okay, okay, great. Yep. So he decided to hire servants and maids and chefs to work for him and... His family. As one does. Because why not? Why not? We all have them. He's got pocket change. Why not have them? (laughs) Everything was great until one day Joseph fell in love with a servant girl named Molly. Oh, Molly. uh, (laughs) What are you doing? The two of them had a secret love affair for a while until one day when Mrs. Fourpaw walked in on them. Doing it. Doing the nasty. That was scary. Sorry. Yeah, that, was very, that was very aggressive. <laughs> what happened to you? I, I was possessed for a second there. Making love, Dylan? They were not. I promise you, <laughs> we're not making love. <laughs> okay. Um. So the wife was furious. Also, I am saying the wife and Mrs. Fort Bob because I tried to find this woman's real na- like, name. 
She doesn't have a name. It's Mrs. Fourpaw. She probably got it redacted. It's like that's what happened in the 1800s. Yeah, you got it. They're like, you get married. Great. Now you belong to Joseph Fourpaw. <laughs> your new name is Mrs. Mrs. Fourpaw, ma'am. Those are your names. Yeah, I literally could not find her name anywhere. That's too bad. But um, she was furious. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> was she? <laughs> she was. <laughs> And she demanded that they fire Molly and that Joseph and the family never see her again. Yeah. But Molly was already pregnant. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> dumb. Oh, man, Molly. And it was said that Molly couldn't deal with never seeing the father of her child again and the love of her life. So she jumped off the third floor of the house with a noose around her neck killing herself and her unborn baby it's a tad drastic molly however things were very more drastic back then yes very more drastic (laughs) yeah that wasn't the best sentence i've ever said in my life it was well maybe they maybe they were maybe they were truly in love yeah maybe they truly were and honestly in the 1800s if you there's not much else to live for what do you what do you have to do especially yeah i mean especially when you're not rich like her and you're a servant yeah especially she's a servant at this time a pregnant servant yeah. at this time she probably was like i don't know what i'm gonna do yeah even if she didn't love him she might have been so scared you know yeah. what what would she have done i don't know i have no idea okay so after this in 1866 joseph sold the mansion and he moved the family to europe to try to make things right with his family and his wife. A little too late. Yeah, for real. <laughs> In 1889, they come back to St. Paul and they build another, quote, castle-like mansion, which overlooked the first mansion. Really? Yeah, so it was really close by. Huh. And it's I looked it up and it is now a tutoring center. Oh, <laughs> Does it still have its... It still looks like that on the outside, though, right? Like, I keep, like, a mansion? No, um, his second mansion is a tutoring center now. That's what I, Sorry, that's what I mean. They um, didn't, like, tear it down, right? No. It's still the same building? Yeah, I okay. think so. I would think something that old would be considered something you can't mess with. Like our like our building? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they moved to, back to St. Paul, but later in 1892, it was said that Joseph was so upset and so depressed for many years that Molly had killed herself that eventually he couldn't handle life anymore. And he brought a pistol to a close-by train track, stood on the train tracks, and shot himself in the head right before a train ran him over. Jeez, it's very brutal. He really wanted to make sure he was dead. Yeah, he made... I, yeah, shot himself in the head. Let's see, what kind of... Whatever, I was going to try and figure out why he would bullets must not have been that reliable back then i don't think they were i think guns were way less well yeah i mean like good yeah absolutely they were not as i'm just trying to think if the bullet would have been a pebble not a pebble but like you know what i mean like a little like a stone like a little no like a little circle like a little sphere as opposed to the shape that a bullet is now probably you know yeah they were probably circles a little ball Hmm. i don't know Okay, so the Four Paw Mansion, so the restaurant, yep. Um, after this became to deteriorate over the years, mm-hmm. and it, and so did the area around it. Like yep. it became not a great area, and it became a boarding house, 
in the mid-1900s. So a World War One and World War Two veteran named George became the caretaker of this haunted mansion. <laughs> oh, George. And he really loved working there. Like, he was very proud that he took care of this big fancy home. And yeah. he got to live there for free. Until one day, he was attacked and gravely injured. I literally could not find a, what he was attacked. Like, did a person attack him? Was he attacked by an animal? Right. Was it a ghost? Ghost. I don't know. No record of it? No, really it just anywhere? said he was attacked and gravely injured. Yeek. Um, and he was so injured that he had to quit his job as the mansion's caretaker, which also meant he had to leave his home. That's too bad. Yeah. George. So later, now we're jumping to 2017. Four Paws was bought by a private company that turned it into the fine dining restaurant that I was talking about. Right. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you about the hauntings. Lovely. So the entity of Molly and Joseph haunt the mansion still today. Many guests and employees have seen Joseph and Mary in the restaurant, but they are never seen together. It is suggested that they had learned their lesson from their past lives, and they only come together when the mansion is empty. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. That's a really interesting theory. But you never see the two ghosts together. Hmm. Okay, so I want to tell you a little bit of the sightings of Joseph. So every time pe- people see him, they say that he seems very pleased with the renova- renovation and um, restoration efforts of the current owners. Well, that's nice. Um, he is seen as a solid entity form. Oh. And he's been seen walking through the dining rooms. Okay. Well, guests are there. He's always dressed up in 1890s dress-up clothes, and he walks around like he owns the place, and he... He just looks very proud. Like that's what his legacy. Yeah, this is, is my this is this is this my is home. It. This is my home, yeah. Molly is most often seen by the third floor window where she jumped. Yeah, I'm sure. That makes perfect sense. That's kind of where her spirit mm-hmm. would be attached. So, there was a wedding reception that was held at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't a, it was some kind of like gala or something, but all of the guests were guests in, were <laughs> All of the guests were guests and like it's doing over there. (laughs) So all of the guests were dressed. There it is. It's kind of a little tongue twister. A little bit. In 19th century looking clothes. Guests then saw a woman dressed in a 19th century dress, but she was seen gliding down the hall by staff and then melting into the wall. Molly, right? Was it someone else? Okay. Also, this is the creepiest one to me. So, already oh, like <laughs> before the restaurant was open, restaurant workers kept hearing walking noises coming from the third floor, and so they called the police because an alarm also got tripped. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so the police showed up and brought their canine unit with to investigate. Right. Because they thought there was like an intruder up there or something. Yeah. The dogs refused to go to the third floor. (gasps) And so the police eventually went up there and they found that there was absolutely no one up there. Dogs know. The dogs wouldn't do it. I know, I know. Dogs, they know. I know. Also, Molly is known to be a very social ghost. Oh, yeah? And she likes attending all the parties and like the wedding receptions that are held there. (laughs) (laughs) And the restaurant has a picture hanging up in it. That's a picture of 
kind of they think they captured her at the party oh really yeah interesting yeah i would love to see that picture yeah me too uh, maybe i'll see if i can find it hmm. and see if i can get it up on the instagram yeah but yeah i guess yeah someone got like it, it's literally someone was a photographer was taking wedding photos very interesting that's cool though that yeah was... here's a few other things that have happened um that happen pretty frequently basement lights turn on and off by themselves the lights will turn on and off <laughs> and the walls will ooze green slime no wait they always do that you know what i'm quoting no real spongebob fans will know what i'm talking about i don't know i'm sorry there's often a strange like strange cold chills throughout the mansion at times mm. Which means there's yeah. a ghost. Yeah. Lights flickering on and off in Molly's bedroom. <laughs> Tingling touches. Uh, stop it. <laughs> Figures in mirrors. Oh, God. I would crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I would... Dylan would be done. That'd be it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'd be done. Dylan would be running out screaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dylan's I like I only go where the dogs go yes, yes. <laughs> anyway <laughs> and then the ghostly figures and photos right so the owners say that something supernatural happens at least once a day at the restaurant like someone notices something at least once a day yeah they're very active if not more right so, yeah the ghosts are very active there and because of this, a bunch of supernatural, like, paranormal investigators... Like the equivalent of Zach Baggins? Yes. They want to come in and spend the night in the mansion. Mm-hmm. And they just recently let a couple do this. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. And they said the results were crazy. <gasps> I'm sure they were. Um, did you get to... What, did they have it recorded or anything? I didn't look into it. I probably could find the... Re- Recording somewhere mm-hmm. i just found this someone like a reporter went to the restaurant and basically sat down and had a meal with the owners and the owners just told them all these stories yeah and so this was her recount oh, okay. on the stories but i bet they're i don't know i feel like people don't know this story very well i know i've yeah yeah maybe okay but this is what they found lights turning on and off when the investigators asked them to basically like already i'm like god (laughs) wow because that's a hardcore like yeah oh man so that's like molly if you're here turn on the light and it did oh (laughs) um human shaped figures showing up on screens when nobody was in the screen so i think that would have to do with like their like ghost finding equipment yeah i don't understand i don't know all the names for that stuff yeah i don't either but there's some piece of equipment that's been developed yeah basically they picked up figures when no one was like no living person was in screen right during a reading molly joseph and george all identified themselves to the investigators wow george too huh yeah george's ghost went there yeah so i wonder if his ghost hangs out outside on the grounds why you said he was the groundskeeper no he also took care of the house he took care of everything oh i see well yeah but maybe because there's so many people around he just hangs out outside i don't know i don't know either way either way that's cool i didn't think he went back home yeah he did (laughs) but during a reading the investigators said 
that they found at least seven ghosts. And there could be more in the house just based on that others didn't want to talk to them. Right. Also, so there was one website that basically asked the question, is this mansion still haunted? And the answer was definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Oh, yeah. So clearly... This is the restaurant you're taking me for my birthday. Oh my, if it opens back up. But unfortunately, in 2019, the restaurant suddenly closes after their chef, Kyle Bell, died of the flu at only 32. Wow. The owners have no plans of reopening at this time. Well, especially with all this happening. Yeah. That's not something they even have to think about. Wow. 32. That's crazy. It is also thought that even now, Joseph and Molly are reunited in the basement area together in this life since they weren't allowed to be, get, be together in the last one. Oh, why the basement area? Because that's where, um, like, there's the most, like, activity. Oh, I see. I guess. Yeah. Also, if they're scared of, if showing that they're together, that they'll be separated again, I feel like they wouldn't want to show that they're together like in front of all the people right you know yeah i don't know Hmm. but that's the that's the story why that's four paws the most haunted restaurant in minnesota it's nice that it's not like a bad haunting it's really not at all you know like i'm not into like i'm not interested in going on any like this is a haunted place and I'm going to, you know, right. go in there and have a tour. But if this place was still open, I would go eat there. Right. I have no problem with that. Hmm. Dylan's like, thank God. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> if it's not open. <laughs> Wild. Had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I knew that it was haunted because we found that out a while ago, but didn't know anything about how active it was. But yeah, I'm sorry. By other point, it's nice that it's not a bad haunting because you hear yeah like evil like i don't like i don't i don't like aggressive ghosts no they seem all very like happy oh and one of the owners said that molly they think molly's spirit just wants to have her story known that's probably true yeah cool good story thank you yeah a spooky halloween story very spooky halloween story dylan's not going to sleep for hours i you know what (laughs) you were doing research and trying to pick a story last night and watching that ghost finders thing and honestly, it messed with me a little bit. Yeah, I was wondering if you should be watching that or not. <laughs> that where they were was t- scary. That was scary. All right. My turn. Right? Or do you have something else? Nope, that's it. Oh, okay. Great. Lovely. All right. First article published October 7th, 2020. So I tried to... I'm trying a new thing where I'm going to try and get some themes for my stories every week. And just see how it works out. So if you guys at home listening are like, hey, this might be a funny theme for him to try and find some stuff in. Send us a message on Instagram or whatever. And I would love to do some research into some topics or themes that you guys think. And it can be literally anything. Anything. (laughs) Because I want to find things. So yeah, if if you have an idea, think it'd be funny, send it my way. Okay. My theme this week was to try and find things kind of spooky like you more spooky not super spooky and they're not and they're not like ghostly spooky but they're just things that kind of do revolve around the season i like it these stories the first two are pretty short but yeah so uh october 7th 2020 by olivia harris on wvlt man arrested in knoxville tennessee after causing nearly thirty thousand dollars in damages to a cemetery Damages included dug up spots in the ground, maybe graves, (gasps) and broken headstones. His mission, when the police asked him what he was doing, was to try and resurrect his dead grandmother who was buried there. 
Oh, this man's not doing well. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I wonder what the drug cocktail was that. Can, yeah, that got I wonder what what was going on. I don't know. And like like that's pretty much the entire article. There wasn't a lot to it, but it, they were more like cost thirty thousand dollars worth of damage to the cemetery. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. I don't know, like. Oh, head, but headstones, tombstones are expensive. Yeah, they are expensive. So even if you just break six, seven of those, that adds up. But then digging up spots, and again, it did not specify if he was digging up graves or whatever. It also seems like, okay, so he's trying to resurrect his dead grandma, mm-hmm. but he didn't go towards, it sounded like he just was like on a rampage throughout the graveyard. Right. Well, I wonder if in his mind he was going to try and rebuild her. Oh, yeah, that went a little freaking weird. That went darker. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it doesn't. It does not specify what his plan was. He didn't have a plan because he was so hopped up on whatever drug he was taking. I'm sure. What kind of drug would make you do that? What's Take that enough drug of any of them. And called like PP. P- something. Uh, I almost said PVC. That's not it. Um, PHP. Yeah, is that, is that the one where you're like super strong for a while and you feel like your skin's burning? PCP. 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 PHP. What is that? I think I think that drug sounds like a pipe. What? There was a show we watched and there was a dude on PCP because it sounds like PVC pipe. That's why you think that. P- yeah. That's why I was like, it's not PVC. Was that? <laughs> was uh, it the rookie? It was one of those with Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it was one of those. But the dude was like rampaging in a church. Yeah, like, like screaming, screaming and breaking things. It was it's funny to see that actually. All right. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. Other than, yeah. All right, next one. Published September 30th, 2020 by, and I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this name. I believe it's Kinsey um, by independent, on Independent UK. Self-proclaimed mayor of hell invites you to stay <laughs> in his lair throughout October. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll show you some pictures here. It's, oh, it's actually, no. No, it's great. No, it's an air. So it's, it's a spooky Airbnb listing in hell, Michigan. I'm you didn't think this is where it was going. Not at all. But it's actually pretty cute. Wait, is this his description for his Airbnb? That's how. That's the, that's literally that was the headline. I love this so much. Yeah. I would pay five hundred dollars more. No, no, just you kidding. Wouldn't. I whatever, have no money. Whatever that is, neither of us have money. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's a self-proclaimed mayor of hell, and it's in Hell, Michigan. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So it's a spooky Airbnb listing. Um, and he's quote this, and this is a short one, but he's quoted, I am the biggest Halloween fan in the world and underworld. So I hope that our <laughs> little, so I hope that our little slice of paradise can fill fellow Halloween lovers with all of the frightful chills and spooky sensations of the season. That's actually really cute. It is super cute. And I really think you would like it. Oh my goodness. But it's tiny. Like it's small. That's a tiny little. It's a small house. It's got a queen size bed in there. But like the walkways lined with these pumpkins when you cute. get there. That is kind of cute, actually. This is what the room looks like inside. Oh, that's a little spooky. It's super spooky. And um, they he's like, and you get to be the mayor of hell while you're here. They, when he leaves like a certificate in the room <laughs> proclaiming you as mayor of hell. You know what? This guy knows how to brand himself, if anything he does. else. He, he nailed it. And yeah, I, I came upon that and I was like, this is really stupid clever. Good branding. Very good branding. Really well worded on the thing too. So yeah, it's uh and you can book it starting I think the first whenever this was released, the first date was October 14th cuz I mean you want it to be you want it to be close to Halloween time. Yeah, I wouldn't want to stay there like during Christmas. No, no, no. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the booking will come down or he'll ah, there's no way he could like reinvent that for like Christmas time because it's so Santa's? specific. It's so specific. 
Stay in the manger where Mary and Santa's Joseph were. Santa's workshop. Oh, sorry. We were, took very different. We are on two different very, pages. Two different pages. <laughs> Santa's teeny tiny elf workshop. Yeah, you could just put up some fake snow. I mean, that could also be cute. Throw in some... I think you could redecorate and you could have a little Santa workshop in there. You'd have a quick turnaround for it, though. I could, I'd be good at that. I know you would. So, yeah. But I'm you a can very definitely good book decorator. that. I found it on Airbnb.com. <laughs> you can see the listing. Be the mayor of hell. Yeah. I just like that he's the self-proclaimed mayor of hell. All right. now this I is wonder what he looks like. Totally normal, actually. That's funny. Really normal. That's even funnier. And he's got a friend who is... She's a, I don't know, she's, she's a priest or something that is like, you want to get married in hell? I'll marry you. <laughs> Which is really funny. So anyway, that's like a little side note, but it's mostly about the unit. It's so cool. Okay. This one's a little longer. Published October 10th, 2020 by Mond Stuff. I think that's how you said that. A bizarre murder that took place in West Virginia in February of 2019 has come to a conclusion at least for now. According to local news outlet, the Bluefield Daily Telegraph, Amanda Michelle Naylor McClure, why do you have four names? Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amanda Michelle Naylor McClure. There's no hyphens in there, no nothing. She's got two middle names. And two last names? No, no, her last name is McClure. Oh, I get it, okay. Um, this 31 pled guilty to second degree murder for killing her boyfriend, 38-year-old John Thomas McGuire, with the help of her father and sister. This is a very edited version of this story, just so you know, because it's actually pretty long. Um, and my version is still a little long. Amanda is... I'm sorry, no, no, I skipped. Um, according... Having a moment. For killing her 38-year-old boyfriend with the help of her father and sister. Amanda is the biological daughter of Larry McClure, 55, who she later married <gasps> after they murdered her boyfriend <laughs> together. So she was adopted by another family. Um, but I guess... Larry figured out where she was and they got in contact. So according to court records, Larry developed an incestuous relationship with his daughter, Amanda, and had been recently released from prison on sex offense. He had been in prison for sex offense charges. Shocking. I know. Right. And I'm going to show you a picture of these guys in a minute. And he looks like it. He looks like it. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda testified that the victim was killed because, quote, he was with me. My dad didn't want anyone else near me. During his own sentencing hearing, during his own sentencing hearing, Larry testified that John had bought a bottle of wine for Valentine's Day, possibly meant to be shared with Amanda. John was then struck in the head with the wine bottle, tied up, and injected with liquid methamphetamine done by Larry and his daughters. The victim was tortured for two to three days. By Saturday, the family of killers had buried McGuire's body, John McGuire, the boyfriend, and he buried, they buried his body in a two-foot grave behind the house. They, so they tortured him? Pretty much. Okay, so this wasn't just to kill him to get out of the way. They, like, enjoyed this. They must have. I think they did. If Yeah, if they tortured him. Ooh. They dug up his remains after six days, dismembered the body, and reburied him. Oh, they love this. Yeah. This is, this is their dream. Yeah. Then three weeks later, Larry... And Amanda traveled to neighboring Tazewell County in Virginia and got married. Legally? Legally married. How? I don't know. I don't know. Because she's his biological daughter. I don't know. Um, At what point do you go, okay, you torture your boyfriend, then you kill him, then you bury him, then you dig him up, dig him up and dismember him and put him back in the ground, and then you go marry your father. At what point in there are you like, um,. There might be something... When you get caught. Wrong here. When you get caught. Because she tried to blame the whole thing 
on her father and her father's influence over her. No. I mean, I do understand people manipulating people, but... Yeah, at the same time, that much... She made choices. There were choices made, and now she has to live with them. And she says... She does say that. She tries to... She tries to plea for um, the the judge to rule. She kind of wants it to be in her favor. She's like... Tries to be all apologetic, and they did their... Um, they did the hearing over... Skype, obviously, because this just ha- this this hearing just happened. So, the, mm-hmm. you know, during Corona, and so her foster parents were on the call, and the dead boyfriend's mom was on the call. Remember, oh, he's thirty eight. He had two kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she had things to say. I took some of that out, but this is the, now this is the judge. So remember, so I just told you she she pretty much blames it on her father's manipulation, and she's so so sorry. Blah 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 blah. I didn't want. I had I had nothing to do with this. Now, the judge says, I don't think you're taking full responsibility for killing John. You're blaming it on your father. Judge Cornish said in response to Amanda's claims that she was under the influence of her father. Amanda was sentenced to 40 years in prison in October 2020. Larry was sentenced to life without mercy for the crime earlier in August. The sex offense crime. And now has, again, killed somebody. Done something very horrible. Uh, Meanwhile, Amanda's 32-year-old sister, Anna Marie, Anna Marie, is also facing first-degree murder charges in connection with John's death. The judge again. We can't unring that bell. Karen Smith, John's mother, is not going to get her son back, the judge said before his his final words to Amanda. The time you will serve is not an adequate amount of time for the pain you have caused. No, it's not. It's not. 40 years is short for what she did. Why is it only 40 years? I don't know. Maybe the the rules are different in... uh, Virginia, maybe the way that just the whatever the limit is is different over there. Yeah, you can't undo it. Yeah. Ugh. They, this sounds like people with very low IQs. Oh yeah, I was gonna show you pictures of them. These pictures were all and these and the pictures of the Airbnb will all be on the Instagram. So this is her. This is her boyfriend. Yuck. So that's Larry and that's her sister, right there. I don't know why I don't have this picture saved, but I will get it to you. Um, look at him. Was that right? Ugh. You can tell these people are. Yeah, that's not great. So yeah, forty years for her, life without mercy for him and her sister. Oh, she's facing char- charges. She has not been sentenced yet. She will be sentenced. She was involved directly in that. Anyway, what's wrong with people? Oh my. So I also want to read this one because um, I was looking for the pictures and I came across a new article that I think everyone needs to needs to hear. So. Halloween decor's realism at California home prompts multiple calls requesting fire department response. <laughs> this takes place in Riverside, California. This just happened. This article came out 46 minutes ago from when this is recorded. A Riverside, California family's Halloween decor is so realistic that multiple people have made emergency phone calls summoning firefighters to the home. To say Carmen and Travis Long love Halloween is an understatement. Those are, most, those are the owners of the home. They began creating their Pirates of the Caribbean themed creation three years ago. Brian Cute. would love this. Love it. We've been adding things every year, said homeowner Carmen Long. It started with just skeletons. Then we added a cannon in the back and the ship. The pretend and the ship, the pretend fire on the side. That quote was probably misquoted. The make-believe blaze is so realistic. So it's the fire. Literally the fire. I thought maybe it was like uh-huh. skeletons and stuff or like gory, whatever, bloody stuff. Um, but the make-believe blaze is so realistic that a passerby <laughs> or that passersby have called the fire department numerous times. Onlookers can watch the creative show every Friday through Sunday. So if you're in wherever. Wait, click on it. I want to see the fire, the house. 
Oh my gosh. It does look pretty real. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I, if you were just driving by. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Like, and it's inside the house. Yeah, that does look like it's on fire. <laughs> that really does look like it's on fire. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. That's impressive. Oh, there you go, folks. You got a bonus story out of it. <laughs> Had no intention of having that story, and there, yeah, there it was. Sometimes it just works out. All right. Um, honorable mentions this week, and I these I tried to keep. Uh, one, two of these are kind of fit in the theme. The second one's just funny. The first one's kind of. Man decapitates wife, walks with severed head. Nope. For one point five kilometers before being arrested. Nope. 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 I read that article. It's a very, it's another short one. But he he killed her and then was actually walking to the police station to turn himself in. He didn't make it all the way there because someone obviously called. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't, I think I would need to um, seek treatment if I saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To to see that actually, like, that's some horror movie. To see that in real life. That's literally something that's in a horror movie. I don't know what I'd. That's something you would write. You don't see that. I think my. I don't know if I'd, my brain would be able to like funk like understand what I was seeing. Yeah, <laughs> thought you, yeah, I thought that one would have would get some sort of response. <laughs> the second one, Baby Shark kids song used to bully jail inmates. What they play Baby Shark <laughs> to basically annoy the inmates at a jail. Baby Shark. That one. Oh, now it's gonna be stuck. Stop! 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 Baby Shark. Everyone. We're sorry that that song is now stuck in your head. <laughs> I'm <Then> not. Number... <laughs> no shame, Emily. Number three, tourist returns stolen artifacts from Pompeii claiming they're cursed. Wait, one more time. So a tourist returned artifacts that they stole from Pompeii because they claim that they are cursed artifacts. <laughs> I don't want them. I don't want them. They're cursed. That's good. That's karma. Yeah. Real fast karma. Instant karma. Yeah. It's a little spooky. That's very spooky. A little spooky, right? Yeah, I also liked your your bonus story. That me too. That was nice. Yeah, we got try to capture some pictures off yeah, the video. Yeah, I'll see if I can find something of that. That's wild. That's yeah, because it looks so real. You almost have to. The article was published literally Monday, October twelfth, the day this is recorded, at one thirty-five p.m. Oh, but I, the anyway, wherever I get my stuff from, did not get this article until later. Um, it's on ABC 7, San Francisco. You, I don't know if a picture's going to do it justice because you have to see it below. I could record a video. Oh, yeah. Just look in the background right there. Yeah, it does look like Looks it's so on fire. Real. All right. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll try and record a video and get it they on They need there. like a sign. Yeah. Not real fire. I feel like that would break the immersion though. It would, but then they're going to make, I feel like the police department are going to make them take it down. No, they're just going to start asking, what's the address? <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell smoke? Do you smell? Yeah. Do you smell smoke? Are you close enough to smell smoke? You don't smell smoke. Ah. Just Halloween. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> if you don't smell smoke, then happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that's their only. <laughs> that's all they say. They don't. They don't explain it at all. And then they hang up. <laughs> Which you don't do when you're the fire department or some emergency response thing. You don't hang up on them. But yeah, that's funny. And happy Halloween. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he just hung up on me. Well, should we do peaks and peaks? Peaks and peaks? I I can't say that ever. (laughs) Peaks and pits? Yes. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. My peak was the Duluth trip. 
It's a good peak. I mean, it was a really good week. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was nice to get out of the city for a little bit. Yeah, it was nice to go up and to go there too. Yeah. At this time of year, because it's so pretty. It really is. The drive alone is pretty. Yeah. Normally, I don't hate. Normally, I don't like driving up there. But that's because you knew what you had. What driving up there meant. Yeah, stress. Yeah, but now there's none of that. Yeah. So I had fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was very fun. Okay, and then my pit. Is that Broadway just announced that they won't be opening anything until spring of 2021. At the earliest. At the earliest. So. Does not bode well for everyone else. No. So it's just a little little frustrating. But. Can you do? We're getting through. Figuring it out. All right. My peak, while Duluth was amazing, would have to be seeing um, my best friend Aaron and another good friend of mine, Paul. Paul. Well, Paul. Yes, I did see Paul. But Jim, who um, is getting ready to deploy uh, in November over to Mongolia to do some stuff. Um, that's really, really cool. Um, and my best friend, Aaron, who lives in New York, was in town to, to hang out with him. So they got to I got to hang out with them and see some other friends of mine, Thomas, Paul, Jared. Um, and really just I spent a lot of time with them. It was a lot of fun. You smelled very smoky when you came back. From the campfire. Yeah. yeah. Because I just like I couldn't get away from the campfire smoke. I would like try and move, but it would follow me. Ugh. Yeah, that was not good. Even though I like that smell, but Emily doesn't like when it's overpowering. You are not bringing that into <laughs> our sheets. <laughs> so I took a shower, and I It'll had every intention of taking there. a shower. Um, so that would be my peak was getting to see those guys because I haven't seen them in a very long time. Yeah. And my pit, I'll just say this: my pit is when folks crash uh crash on a really good time what but that's that was actually really my bummer that was my pit oh was the response of some folks to uh, a really good time a, a pretty much a pretty like responsible good time we weren't being crazy or anything but yeah so my pit would be just an overreaction to something that was not a problem to begin with i'll just say that karen yeah my pit was brought to you by a karen karen <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's a fun one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you got this. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Wherever you're listening, whether Wherever. it's Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever. But mainly Apple. Mainly Apple. And tell a friend. Also, it's free. It's free. Super free. Extra, extra, extra free to just write some words about what you think about the podcast. And just click the five star. Click the five star. Only the five. Only the five, please. Thank you. Um, if you if you don't like it, um, keep that opinion to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, and you can follow me on uh, <laughs> in at inst. <laughs> at <laughs> this is like watching a car crash. I just can't take my eyes off of it. This is staying, by the way. No, you it has gotta to stay. cut it. Nope, it has to stay. I've don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram <laughs> at Gray the Podcast. You can follow Emily at, at Emily Sue Bankson underscore. You can follow me at Dylan. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, underscore Dylan underscore Michael. There it is. Nailed no it. more underscores. No more underscores. That was enough underscores. Maybe I'll add one more just to be funny. Jesus. <laughs> We're having a moment. Thank a you moment. guys so much for listening again. We really appreciate it. So happy to have you here. Tell a friend, share in the link, because, yeah, because you want to. Yeah. See you next time, you goblins and ghouls. Ooh, <laughs> my. <laughs>